Welcome back to the Coastly Distinct Podcast. It's your boy DJ KO. I'm glad you guys tuned back into the show. It's been a long time. Last week I couldn't I couldn't get to you guys, but this week I'm back. I'm glad you guys tuned in. I'm glad you guys who hit me up told me about the last week's show about Chris Senegal and some of the things that he was talking about real estate. I'm glad it helped a lot of people, even though we're in this trying time right now in terms of funding, banking, uh, uh, also trying to get by house. You know, it's kind of difficult, but uh, I'm glad the brother came on and uh, gave us some of his information and uh, uh, enlightened us on some of the keys that we need to be successful in terms of real estate. But today, I'm glad you guys tuned in because we have a special show. We have an actual uh, repeat individual hey. that came to the show that uh, haven't been here in a while. And we was talking on camera, and I didn't realize that uh, it's been almost four years. Almost four years, yeah. Since uh, this sister has been on. Uh, I'm pretty sure you've seen this uh, individual before in the city of Houston. Hey. You know, you, oh, you've probably seen her <laughs> legs because she's also known as the hot dock in Hills. You hey. know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but anyway, guys, I'm glad, I'm glad you guys tuned in. But make sure you guys subscribe to the show. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. And we're going to continue to keep this thing going. So, without further notice, we got my girl, Dr. Vanessa Barrow, today. What's going on? Well, hello. Thank you for having me. Hello, Houston. What's up, Houston? I miss y'all. Miss being on the mic. You got Glad hand, to be back. Look, you got hand claps. You can't hear it right I know. now. I'll give you some hand claps. Hey, I hear some whistles in the background. Yeah, you know, so how you the been? snaps. You look, look, last time I saw you, so last time I saw you, <laughs> Was in 2019? Probably late 2019. 19? But you look the same. You know, you know, I gotta you know keep saying? it tight. Cause you know, that, most people in 2019, <laughs> you know, that pandemic weight done jumped on. Hey, them. pandemic pounds was real. <laughs> okay. They, they done gained probably about 30, 40. You know, it, 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 hey, exactly. I mean, pandemic was no joke. It hit everybody in a different way. Yes. So you know, and and if you didn't have that, uh, you know, that 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 discipline beforehand then either you didn't work out or right. you learned something new and you started to just you know work out every day yeah, you know outside figured out. it out they was yeah. working out they was working out their hand to their face man if food. <laughs> <laughs> they was they was ordering all the food because it was delivered straight to their door right so that was right. you know that exactly right. you know what's funny though and we're going to get into this later but you know what's funny in during the pandemic they had then it's a national thing. 2.3 bi new businesses that started mm -hmm. within the pandemic. And, uh, of course, most of those businesses are not here because of, you know, PPP fraud. But right. That's another story. But that was a good thing. It was like a blessing and a curse for some people. It was. So, it and was. I know you, uh, as being a, a foot doctor, mm -hmm. you know, you had uh, a booming business. Right. Pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic, yeah. So. I, yeah, I would say at the height of... Um, at the early uh, start of 2020, uh, you know, things were amazing, you know, mm -hmm. for my business. Um, and then everything, unfortunately, came to a screeching halt. Um, you know, I, I started my business in 2018, actually. I purchased it from a retiring physician. And so it was everything. It was kind of turnkey, if you will. Mm -hmm. So it, I already had existing overhead, existing, you know, employees, existing incoming revenue. So it was basically kind of like double dutch my way in and just keep it going right. and make it even more of a success. So that's how I started in 2018. But everybody, but still at the same, you know, in the same breath, it's new to me. And so it's still kind of a, you know, a fledgling business. So imagine a fledgling business coming to a screeching halt 
in 2020. Right. And all of a sudden, all that overhead and all that, you can't, there's no revenue coming in. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk yeah. about the challenges that you face because, you know, like you said, you started your business in 2018. Yes. And saying, okay, well, I started my new business. I'm happy. I'm yes. excited. I'm inspired, right? Yeah. And I have this new thing, this new endeavor that I'm going into. And it looked and it looked bright. Yes. It was bright yeah, until, no, you know, the pandemic hit. Exactly. So what was the first thing? I'm talking, um, about, I'm talking about in terms of the mental health side of it. Like, I was like, what in the hell? Um, Did you get anxiety? Yeah, it was shock. It was okay. shock. It was like, okay, you know, how am I going to navigate this? Um, because nobody had the answers. There obviously was no... Uh, you know, no no instruction manual for this right. for the entire world. Everyone was, you know, just figuring it out as they went along. And um, so, you know, entrepreneurs had to do the same thing. And in that first week now, I mean, just, you know, personally, um, that I, I know for a fact, you know, I, I, I caught uh, COVID March 13th of 2020. And that for a fact. Okay. Uh, reason being, you know, I remember, you know, not feeling well, um, going out and saying, I'm going to go for a run. And then all of a sudden I check my temperature. It's 103. And I'm like, well, you know, clearly I know I had it because, you know, it was exhaustion and everything else. And the week leading up to that, I had done surgery. I had seen patients in nursing homes. I see my own patients. You know, so the first thing going through my mind is like, okay, I just infected half of everybody. I just wow. treated. Wow. That's the first thing I, you know, so, so obviously fear you know as as a healthcare provider mm -hmm. you know i'm worried about my patients you know but everybody was so new and no one knew anything about it even when i called you know some of the you know facilities hospital you know they were they didn't know what to do either you know so there was no protocol for this so as a business you know i had my my staff i had a uh, office manager a patient care coordinator and a medical assistant okay and you know when you got four women in a small office we get close you know, so, so, so this, so they're like family. Well, one of them did definitely. Okay. Um, but in the same breath, you know, I'm, I'm their, I'm their employer. So I had to think really fast what to do for the people that I pay, I sign checks to. Right. Because, you know, I'm, I'm their bread and butter. I'm the one that, that, you know, is, is providing for them. Right. You know, and so I had to think really fast. And that was the scary part because that's what, You'd never, you know, just that's not the first thing you think about when you become a business owner. Like, okay, who am I going to have to fire at the drop of a hat? Right. And that's what I want to ask. I want to ask that. That's the first question I want to ask as far as in terms of your employees. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, you say you have four employees. Uh, pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. As you can see, everything is a, it's a permanent shutdown, mm -hmm. national shutdown. And as a business owner, he's like, oh, okay, what am I going to do? Will I, do I still pay these people? Do I tell them to come in on? Well, online wasn't even a thing yet. Mm -mm. So do I? How? Do, or telehealth? Uh, how do? Like, what did you do? Like, so rewind. So what happened? It, when they were even whispering about a shutdown, and when COVID had just started to make more buzzworthy anything, I remember the Monday of that week before the shutdown. Mm -hmm. I told them, I said, girls, stop what you're doing. I want you all to file for unemployment right now. I want you to get on, start your application because this is going to get worse. Right. I knew, I mean, I, I had hindsight. I'm sorry. And I told them all, I said, start it now because in about a week it's going to crash. You're not going to get in. I yeah. said, I want you all to start now. So that's what they did. I, I, I on my, you know, on, on company time, I'm like file by the end of the week. And I remember, I remember on Thursday, I talked to one of my, my best friends in banking. Mm -hmm. 
you've had her on the show. And I remember us discussing because, you know, she was going through so much as well, you know, with her clients. And I remember her saying, you, you still have your staff? Meaning you, you can't afford them. Right. If no so, revenue is coming in. I'm no like, revenue. And, and, right. Because I know patients coming in. Right. Everyone thinks like, oh, you're a doctor. You're going to be fine. Patient. I said, no, no, no. I'm a specialist and I'm a surgeon. Right. Elective surgery you couldn't do. And if somebody, you know, they're not going to see a specialist, they don't have to. Correct. You're going to push that out. You're going to so, wait. So surgeries wasn't going on during the pandemic? Elective surgeries. Oh, like stuff that you like, needed. Yeah. Like... Unless you had a fracture, you fracture your ankle. Yes, that has to be fixed. Right. But elective surgeries, you know, cosmetic surgeries. Right, yeah. But so on that like... on that end of that week, I let every, I let all my girls go. And I think it was it was such a confusing time. I don't, you know, at the time they really didn't understand what was going on and why I was having to do it like that. Mm -hmm. And um, I think for a minute, and, and I love my girls, I think that they resented me for it because I didn't hear from them for a yeah. very, I, I, yeah, I did not hear from well, them. But yeah, one of my one of my staff members had a little girl and I'm just like, whatever I can do, you know, mm -hmm. I'm gonna do what I can. Um, but well, you're a good employee, also, but also, I gotta pay for me. Right, I was about to say I'm my I am an employee of my business. Your business pays you. Yes, that's right. how we have four employees. Exactly. So how am I gonna survive? How am mm. I gonna pay my bills? So those are things that I had to think of as well. So let me ask you this: in terms, because I know some uh, individuals that sit in a dentist in the dentistry field, mm. and they uh, they what they did, they partnered mm -hmm. with other dentistries mm -hmm. because they said well, the overhead was too high. So instead of having one that you know they're supplying most of their revenue on they just had two mm -hmm. and so you know they whoever had the biggest one they just came in together to work together well, did you ever think about partnering with no um because i mean i was able to do everything you know kind of on my own that's one thing i learned you know just i basically became you know a one woman show mm -hmm. um that to me that was the best way to reduce overhead and then figure out where to direct, um, you know, the, the necessary finances and where they were going to go. Um, there was no way it was going to bring in more patients right, because right. patients weren't coming in. So what, what did you learn? In the beginning. What you did know? you learn from that? Like something, if another pandemic mm -hmm. happens, are you prepared? Well, well, yeah, you know, that's tough to say. Only reason because we know now. <laughs> I mean, we didn't have a pandemic before. So right. I think globally we're a little bit more prepared and I think that people you know you know how to distance patients you know how to sanitize between you know how to do this do that reserve your PPE you know how to triage your patients and say okay well you know this needs to come in because this is an infected whatever and this can wait you know right. this is just a little tendonitis you know so there's certain things that you know I think we figured that much out um, you know, throughout this, you know, how to triage things, where to put the most important people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one thing I can say is that, you know, a, a, the part that brings in um, a good amount of revenue for the practice is I service a nursing home and assisted living facility. Okay. But during the pandemic, guess who they weren't letting in? A lot of special, unless they were, because. Really? Yes. I thought they was letting, like, like nurse, well, you said no, they, not specialists. No, yeah, okay. no, only if there was something that was, you know, just really necessary. Right. Um, you, again, triage. Because right. when I go into the homes, it is for preventive care. 
It's preventive, like gotcha. checks. Like you're going to get a checkup. Yeah. So it's preventive care. Make sure everybody good. I go once every three months. If there's nothing, you know, serious going on, I don't mm -hmm. need to be there. Right. But they were taking such precautions because all their their entire population is immune compromised because they're elderly patients. So that's revenue that I didn't have for almost almost two years. Two years, yeah. So what what has changed? Because the business model, because I'm talking about for the business model in the health field, mm -hmm. like what has changed? Because I know a lot of stuff, like in my business, has changed in terms of online. Okay. Everything okay. is now. 80% online for us. A lot is, yeah. But before it wasn't, we didn't have a big online presence, but now we, you know, set up all our appointments online versus yeah. doing it the old school way. Yeah. Come in, walk in, set up appointment or via phone. Uh, what has changed in your in your field? Well, I mean, so number one, and everyone does talk about telehealth. Um, a lot of what I do is hands-on. I can't give a shot. Tell it. It's like, or I mean, I mean, you know, yes, foot doctor, but it's like it's it's under the umbrella of orthopedics. Right. So you know, if you got an ankle sprain, me, you can show me through the camera. I can do what I can do. Let me see your, let me I see can't your take X-rays. <laughs> I can't. Right. You know, people do do that. They want to hold it up to the camera. I'm like, okay. Let yeah. me see your so, foot. <laughs> what that look like? Like, what you think this is? Right. Right, no. So, <laughs> and that's happened. That still happens. You know, they'll take, I, I've had, but I, there are some things I can do, you know, where I, I can do telehealth. Um, like, I will have clinical images. So, yes, a, somebody can take a picture of something they think might be infected. Okay. And they send it. And I'm just like, okay, well, we can do a short course of antibiotics, blah, blah, blah. You know, send me. So, yes, yeah, so telemedicine is something, but it's not huge in what I do because a lot is hands-on just like in orthopedics um any any aspect of orthopedics whether it be shoulder hand hip whatever right. it's hand that's a hands-on thing just like dentistry dental anything right but you, you can't just show a picture you know you're right. like you gotta get up teeth, in there in my left one in the back what do you think one? this is but yes yeah, so so <laughs> rashes one thing right anyway you know gynecology <laughs> i don't know about that one but look at that doc what that is that little bump right there <laughs> nah. bless him so yes but but i mean so telehealth is, is a is was a very small part of me being able to adapt you know part of my practice okay. but the um just like you said a lot of things are online um i want to i want to ask you this and i want to ask you this because this is something that's big right now i don't know if you've been paying attention but ai Mm -hmm. It's a big thing. Yes. So they say about the year 2026, 300 million jobs will be gone. Yep. 300 million. Uh, yeah. Not I 300, 300 no. million jobs will oh, be gone. Oh, absolutely. And right? I believe it. Absolutely. So. There's AI in surgery. Absolutely. So I never, like, at first I didn't believe it because I was part of old school. But you see it blowing up. And I started <laughs> doing it, though. Mm -hmm. And I started seeing the results of it mm -hmm. that it, not just 10x, it's like 50x, right? In a span of like that. So in terms of AI. Mm -hmm. Are you willing, or have you ever, like, indulged? Well, like virtual in, assistants and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, yes and no. Mm -hmm. The reason I say that, during the pandemic, I even had something as small as um, answering service. Let's say an answering mm -hmm. service. Answering service, so that took, I didn't have to answer the phone, um, you know, and they could make a point. But the thing is, people don't. Unless you know what I do and you know how to book properly, then you messing the whole schedule up. Right. You can't book somebody that has a broken foot, you know, uh, at the same time you book somebody this and book somebody that because it's messing everything up. So unless you know how things flow, and that's why, you know, that's how I teach my, my staff. Learn what I do. Learn the diagnoses. Mm -hmm. Learn how long it might take. If somebody says, okay, I have an ingrown nail. All right, then you know that's they're most likely going to be a 30-minute procedure, okay. and I have to do that in office. Or somebody says, oh, I think I have a broken this. That's going to be x-rays. 
You see what I'm saying? Right, right. So it, unless if the artificial intelligence, excuse me, is going to be um, so fine tuned that it could book properly, ask the proper questions, not just book appointments. Well, and I'm not saying I'm an advocate for virtual AI. Okay. But I didn't see the results, and I couldn't believe it. I'm an advocate. I I am 100% an advocate for things like that. I didn't believe it though, because I'm a you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist. You know, world coming to an end. I ain't doing that. Shit. It's you know, it's advancement of technology. I mean, it's just you know, things are only gonna get you know more uh, sophisticated. Mm -hmm. You know, as we move you know closer to the future. I mean, it really is. You know, I mean, like you. Know, my biggest thing is you know, like stem cell and regenerative medicine and stuff like that. Um, so things will be become more sophisticated and. Unfortunately, I mean, there are going to be, it's going to be errors with those things too. But just like we have human error, there's going to be technology errors. Those right. things do Absolutely. happen. Absolutely. Yes, they do. Glitches. So as long as you, yeah. as, as long as you understand that, you can't blame like, oh, well, we knew robots weren't going to work. I'm like, well, humans make errors too. So, right. you know, it's a computing error. Absolutely. We make, we make errors sometimes. Ah, you know. <laughs> so you spoke about the future. What's the future for uh, Dr. Vanessa Barrow? Um, you know, That's a deep question, <laughs> right? Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm swimming. No, drunk. I just, you know, I just really want, um, I mean, obviously, number one is for my practice to reach the, you know, pre pandemic success, success levels that it had, um, because, you know, it just, it was really just, you know, on its way, you know, it was like a locomotive, you know, right before, and then right. everything just stopped. Um, so in the past three years, because everyone, you know, and that's kind of tough as an entrepreneur because you see some other people like, oh, you've been flourishing since then. You know, and I'm not. I mean, you know, comparisons, comparisons, a thief of joy, is it not? Right. You start right. comparison, com, com, comparing. comparing yourself to other people and other businesses. You know, um, then you, you're just gonna feel like you're never doing anything right. Right. Um, or you're gonna think you're doing everything right and not feel like you're infallible. So, uh, but the future is definitely, you know, to bring it back to pre-pandemic uh, status and uh, success and um, just Let's continue to it. flourish. And yeah. that's, that's most important for me because I know a lot of other people are like, oh, I want to open multiple locations. I want to do this. I want to do That's not my goal, you know, in this, right now. Right, right. My goal is let me get this, you know. I'm not the type of person to have my hands in 10 different things. You know, and just, you know, be, you know, know a little bit about a, you know, a lot of things instead of a lot about one thing, right, you know. Right. Um, they call I, that a uh, master of all trades. <laughs> exactly. Of all trades, master That's of none. none. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you meet a lot of people with the, their hands on a lot of different things, and they're like, hey, you know, invest in this, do this, do this, do this. And the thing is, I'm all about my, my practice. My practice is my baby. That is my baby. So you know on the show, I don't know if you've been watching the show, but – and. I could speak this confidently, right? Every time somebody came up in here and said whatever they wanted to do, mm -hmm. it came to fruition. That's the power that we have over here. There you go. So whatever you're wanting to speak, because this is what I heard, and uh, I believe this, and it, it resonated with me. Uh, it's, it, you know how people say they say things and the universe respects it? Yes. Somebody was like, nah, I don't believe that. I, I totally, yeah, put it in the universe. I believe... The universe gives you what you are. There you go. So whatever your mindset is, whatever right. your hustle is, right? The, the universe is is listening. They'll give it to you. Absolutely, you know, and and that's the thing, you know. It's just like instead of saying "Have a nice day," have the day you deserve. <laughs> I like that. That's real. That's real. Have the day you deserve. It doesn't mean bad at all. It's just right. have the day that you deserve. That's right. So what you put into it, and you know, there's days and people see. So my social media. 
which one thing during the pandemic, obviously, social media, you know, blossomed more than people ever imagined, right. especially with TikTok and everything else. I mean, just for entertainment. But marketing-wise, I mean, you know, I tell people all the time, they're like, oh, do you have a business card? And I'm like, nope. Follow me on social media, DM me you, and get me just like that. Right. Period. Yeah, that's true. And I, and I get you in here. I'm going to, you know, make connections, blah, blah, blah. Um, so... You know, social media I, is, is something I've done myself. And that's the thing. I've hired social media marketing groups mm -hmm. and content creating all this other stuff. And to me, it just wasn't, you know, it's it may be good for some people. Right. But for me personally, um, it just took away that authentic, yes. you know, authentic, you know, uh, aspect of it. Because when people see me, because my my. I am my brand. My face you is my you. brand. Right. When they see you, they see like, this, oh, that's, I'm that's this Dr. Right exactly. Right. That's the Dr. Delay so, right there. Yeah. Right. And they're right. like, it's really you. You're the one answering. Oh, my gosh. And so that's one thing I can say is a plus is that people do feel like it's almost like concierge medicine. It could be intimidating. A little bit. Well, well, but they love it. And so once right. they, you know, they're like, I got the doctor. I got the doctor on the line. You know, right. It's a big deal. And the doctor's oh, talking hey, to me. Hey, doc. And I'm just like, and I said, I got you. Oh, like, gosh. I talked to a young lady today. And I was just like, I'm so glad I met you. I can't wait to meet, to see you next right. week. New, new patient and everything. And so those are parts I really do enjoy. Mm -hmm. It can be overwhelming because, I mean, I, I literally am doing everything. I mean, you know, I'm in surgery. I'm in this. I'm in that. I'm doing literally everything so it's exhausting it's overwhelming there's a rewarding aspect to it no i don't want it to be like this all the time right. but this is a necessity right now okay you know just because what you see online and they see all these things and they're like oh well she must be you know balling she must be doing this i'm like do you know entrepreneur do you know what doctors make everybody because especially an entrepreneurial doctor now i've worked for you know companies that yes will yeah, pay hefty salary, yeah. yeah that's a different story right, right. you making a lot of money when you a doctor in practice you got bills to oh pay. you got bills to pay so don't be thinking <laughs> at, at okay, work I you mean, got bills to pay with your business and bills at home exactly you so. got overhead you know yeah. you got rent you got this you got that so you know, medical supplies you know malpractice insurance you know people don't know all this stuff and they also don't realize how doctors are paid especially with insurance we may not get paid for 30 60 days. 90 120 yeah. days afterwards right there was one time I got paid a year after I did a surgery, wow. a whole year. Because the insurance didn't. Because they, they didn't want to pay me. Yeah, so you're right. fighting back and forth, and they're like, oh, you forgot to dot this I. Right. So, you know, people don't understand that aspect of private practice. Um, that's why a lot of doctors want cash pay. And so I do offer cash pay, and we love that because mm -hmm. you're not going to fight getting paid. With insur insurance companies, you know, I did a um, – <laughs> Uh, I had to amputate this guy's toe. I mean, diabetic, infected. You know, it's it's a necessary. You had to do it. Right. Um, Build out nineteen hundred dollars. I got reimbursed a hundred dollars on it. Actually, a hundred eight dollars and seventy four cents. Insurance didn't want to pay for it. Oh, no, no that's just what they, that was just that's just the, what they paid. That's what they mm. reimbursed. And so people don't understand. Like you can reimburse a million dollars. But they gonna give you five hundred. Right. Like if I'm doing Achilles tendon repair, you you tell your Achilles tendon, I fix that. Bill out three thousand dollars. Might get paid seven hundred. So I'm gonna tell you. That's a different story. If I have a patient, I had a patient that paid out of pocket. Um, she didn't have insurance, um, but she chose to not have insurance, mm -hmm. you know. And so her total bill, not from me, was fifteen thousand because you're paying the facility fee. Yeah. And I said, and the thing is, you know, you know, you're not gonna get worked over or screwed over by doctors because there is a website. Uh, uh, fairhealthconsumer.org. Health, fair Anybody can go to it. It's public. Mm -hmm. And you can see exactly what the national average is for a certain surgery. Yeah. So you can show that to your doctor and be like, you can't charge me more than this because this is what this is. And that's and that I never do that. Okay. So 
there's a surgeon's fee, but then you have the facility fee, anesthesia the anesthesia fee. fee. Yeah. Right. So the bed, this right. The rental. Every little piece of gauze they right. use. They count $15 that. $15 per yes. gauze. And, yeah. I even had this when Miss pa- when this patient was paying out of pocket and they was about to open something. I said, don't open it. Like, I'm thinking of my patient. I'm like, don't open a new pack. We good. She's going to be fine. <laughs> you know, cause trying to save her money. Oh, you know, a good I get doctor. It. I am a good doctor. I mean, you hopefully, the universe hears that. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but yeah, so she ended up paying 15000 But what she actually paid me was uh, probably a couple thousand. Right. That's it. Everything else was at the facility of anesthesia. And, I didn't know that. Yeah, I people don't. That. People don't know that. So it's not the doctor that's charging all the money, you know? It's the insurance. It's so, the insurance. And, and not the insurance, then it's, if it's out of pocket, then it's just, it's just what the national average is. So let me ask you this. You said, you spoke on a little bit about marketing, right? Okay. And uh, you said how you had a content creator, you had somebody, a con- uh, social media person. Digital so, marketing, yes. So you know the new, the new marketing tool right now is the blue check. Yes. So do you think the blue check is, will be effective? No, not anymore. Before, yes. Now, no, because anybody can get it. Right. So, and I don't think it's, it's not, you know, everyone's making fun of people who are getting it. And I'm like, you know what? Because the way Meta is pushing it, they're pushing it as page protection. Mm. And, well, what's funny to me is one of the perks is putting up a sticker that, or yeah. I don't know, which is silly to That's me. That's crazy. It's silly. You know, I, you know, I, I see people who, um, didn't have a blue check and they, they now got a blue check. And I'm not making fun of them at all. I'm like, do I you? Am. That's. No, I am. I'm not. I'm not. You because I what? because I don't have a blue check. To put it like this, before the blue check was offered for pay, people were like, you need to go ahead and submit because you're, you've are you been on television. You're an influencer. You, right. You're you, an influencer. you have enough in, uh, followers. You. Yeah, right. You're in the magazine, you're in media. They're like, you would get a blue check no matter what. But the thing is, now you can't distinguish who, quote, unquote, earned it versus who, quote, unquote, paid for it. Right. Um, you kind of know. I mean, if you know social media, then you know. If you, who, you, you kind of know who paid for it. And, and it's, and, but the thing is, you know, but I get how Meta is trying to do it, you know. But the thing is, okay, because there's going to be something else. It's going to be a next level. That's what and I it's going to be a next level. I said the same thing. I said it's going to be red checks now for real yep. influencers. Yep. And the thing is, all that money that they made, because the thing is now, yes. you know, reels on, on Instagram, they don't pay them no more. Nope. nope. So, but they say, okay, we have to find another way to make money. Right. And that blue check deal, how they yes. made that, what, $600 oh, million absolutely. Dollars in a month or something absolutely. like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, that is crazy. And so, you know, people are like, I mean, some people I'm sure did it for the reason to, you know, maybe they wanted to feel important. You know, I, like I said, I ain't talking about bad nobody. You right. know, I mean, some people probably did that. They got like, you know, 200 followers, but they got a blue check, you know, and don't do nothing. You know what? But guess what? They got page protection. Oh, man. No That's one's crazy. going to uh, make a fake page about their hey. stuff. You know, so it's it's now losing its credibility. It's losing its effectiveness, you know, because if everybody has it, then it's, it's what not, makes you different not, and right. what makes you special? It's, it's oversaturated. Exactly. Yeah, it's and oversaturated. so it's it's just interesting to see. Um, so I'm never going to submit mine now because you ain't going to know if I got chosen or if or I not, pay for it. Right. So who cares? So does it matter? You know, but even if I did pay for it, should I feel bad about paying for it? Yeah. But the thing is, wait, wait let me finish. The only reason, <laughs> the only reason, yes, okay. is because Instagram is free. Right. So right. the reason I market so hard on there is because marketing is overhead for me. So this is free marketing. 
Facebook is free marketing. Now, when you start to boost posts, then you pay a little bit. You pay right. a little bit, whatever. But, you know, if, I, if I'm in doing some promotion in some magazine, then, yes, you pay for that. So you set aside money that you're going to use for marketing, sure. But Instagram is free. Right. And so when you start paying for it, then now you're, you, that's new overhead for you. I don't care if it's a dollar or if it's $100 or $15. But now you're paying for this. Well, let me ask you this. And this is my last question in closing. Okay. Well, actually, I got two of them, but. Okay. So you are, you're a doctor, but I know well, you're still in medicine, so you understand this weight loss deal. Yes. Right. And a big thing right now is going on is uh, uh, Ozempic. Mm-hmm. Ozempic, Wagovi, Majaro. Yes. Is it worth it? Depends on what your end goal is and depends on why you're using it. The reason why I ask you that question. Yes. Because your, your legs, you work out a lot your physique, you've been in a competitor, everything. So I'm pretty sure you're good. You're, you're in health. You're not just working in the health field, but you're also healthy. Right. Which so is part of the marketing too. <laughs> absolutely. The face is everything, right? Right. You got to be, you can't be an obese doctor talking <laughs> right. about you need to lose weight. Right. Yeah. Like, breathe can't be the dentist, you know, with jacked up teeth. Uh, ooh. Anyway. <laughs> now, nah, but <laughs> do you think, do you think it's worth it? Um, again, it just depends on the end goal. You know, if, if you are doing it for weight management and then you end up changing your lifestyle and it ends up, uh, making you just overall globally a healthy person, you change, you know, your eating habits, you change your lifestyle habits, mm-hmm. you know, that's a different story. But I remind people it is, it's a lifetime drug for most people. You can't, it's not a temporary thing because once you go off of it, even if you did change your lifestyle habits, some of those little weight, that pound's going to come back. If they don't really care, you gain weight again, repeat business. Right, why not? You know, I I mean. I was a doctor, I'm like, all right. Exactly. I mean, you, you would Surgeon. think that, but see, you know, I want my patients to get better, you know, obviously. You. You, care. you know, You care. Everybody, everybody practices differently. You have a heart. I do. You have a <laughs> Everybody, you know, obviously I don't, you know, I don't go trip my patients back out in the parking lot. Like, oh, you better? Oh, hold on. <laughs> right? Like, oops. We know. <laughs> oh, you got another fracture? <laughs> we, oh, well. We're not we going to Tanya gotta... Hart and Nancy Kerrigan people out in the, <laughs> right. right? No, I no. I'm not trying time. to hurt nobody. I know. I need the money. Anyway, but what? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, look, let me ask Dr. you Dr. Barrow need the money. Another <laughs> one. need the money. Look, you need some Keep me in business, Houston. Oh, it is. So, let me ask you this last question. Is it all worth it? Oh, I, I love what I do. Okay. At the end of the day, I love, I freaking love what I do. I'll okay. be honest with you. There's, I mean, it's, it's, you know, with entrepreneurs, it's a roller coaster. It's days you want to cry. It's days where you like, is this office building going to lock me out because I'm uh, this late on my rent payment? I mean, this is a reality. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, some people experience that. Yeah. Some people, you know, what's going to be in my business checking account today? That happens. That's yeah. reality. And, you know, I think that the people that see me and they see social media and they think they, they obviously have a different idea. But, you know, you have to really love what you do. Would you go back? Go back to uh, making the other money? Yeah. Um, Salary? You know, no, because that's one of the reasons I when I was and I made a lot of money and they, you know, because it's all production based and the bonuses mm-hmm. amazing, amazing benefit package. All that stuff. I mean, I made a lot of money, and but I never, I couldn't practice at all the way I practice now. I got you. Freedom. Couldn't autonomy. Yeah. Independence. Yeah. 
And it's not even just about like, oh, I can't play well with others because I mean, I get along with many people. That's not it. Meaning, you know, other colleagues and right. whatever. I'm like, you're not helping me. You don't deviate from the recipe. You don't deviate from like, the recipe. If you do, and when I did, I got called out. You know, I was let go from this company mm. because they said that basically they were like, they're like, we don't feel that you're a good fit. They said you're one of the top producing doctors here yeah. and all the patients love you. But we, we just don't feel like you're a good fit because I kept wanting to do more. I kept wanting to do more for the patient. The patient wasn't getting better. I'm like, we got to do this. We got to try this. We got to try this. You know, and when you're in some of those situations, that's frowned upon. Right, right. They have their protocols and their recipes. And, you know, you go against that, it's frowned upon. So me being in this position, you know, has afforded me to be able to practice medicine the way my patients deserve because my patients deserve better. That's good. I like that. You know what? You're the first doctor ever, <laughs> ever, ever had like had a conversation with that cared about their patient. Of course, doctors. Yes, they do. You no, know, no, you're right. You yeah, know, they care about their patients on a you know on a a topical, superficial level. level. Yeah, I know. But it's not like a like look. I know you eating them hog malls and yeah. Look, you gain I that talk weight. to my patients exact exactly. You know, I keep it real. Right. And. Because I can be myself with my patients and be honest with them and tell them, you know, exactly, you know, A to Z. This is what we can do the least or we can do the most. And then, and I would say, if you was my mama, if you was my sister, if you was my child, mm. if you was this, this is what I would do personally. Right. And I said, you know, because they always ask, doctor, well, what would you do? And I'd be honest with them. I wouldn't do that surgery. Or I wouldn't tell my mother to go for that surgery. Mm. I'll be honest with you, you know, and so that's the difference, you know, um, because me saying that, you know, oh, we're not going to, you know, I, I wouldn't do that surgery. That could be, that means less money. Right. I'm not getting, you know, paid for that or whatever, right. you know, so, but that's being honest. So there are, there are some good people still out here. There's some good people still out here. And just, just <laughs> you know, despite what you've heard, <laughs> there's some good doctors and we're not out for money, even though, you know, you hear all this medical fraud, you hear everything else. Cause you know, we're not getting paid but at the end of the day. I mean, you know, um, karma, okay? <laughs> yeah, sure. the so, like you said again, the universe gives you what you are. Exactly. What you put in, yeah. You're gonna so get that's good, Doc. That's, that's, that's a great conversation. I like that. You know, I, I like that. Now you give me more faith and more hope into doctors. Even yes. though my, my doctor now is a woman, mm -hmm. a Indian woman, mm -hmm. a person of color, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. I'm done with the brothers, but, you know. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I hear that a lot. I hear a lot of people gravitating towards female doctors. Um for you know maybe the 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 nurturing aspect it of it i really do and i and, not, and nothing against the brothers nothing against the male doctors nothing like that but there is a difference and i've only heard i've heard it from my patients yeah. right so but you know anyway i digress yeah it's all good <laughs> we could talk all day about this and the conversation was awesome but what I, the most important thing i want people to know how can they get in contact with you oh easy i mean the, the easiest way is Soul Aesthetic TX, S-O-L-E-A-E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C-T-X, Soul Aesthetic TX okay. on Instagram. Or you can look up Hot Doc in Heels. Um, you know, you can Google Dr. Vanessa Barrow. You know, I'm on there. Website is the same, Soul Aesthetic TX. Um, you know, that's the best way to contact me because that I can, you get me. You mm -hmm. will get me, obviously. We've been talking all day. Right. It's only me. Right. So you get to talk to the doctor. There's not that many, 
you know, out there that where you just talking to the doctor directly. Right. Um, but you DM me on Instagram, I got you. You know, you call the office, you leave a message, I text you back. So you, I get back to you. But yes, you know, find me on Instagram, find me on Facebook. You can find me, you know, uh, on the website, or you can call the office. Um, yeah. So. There it is. Y'all heard it. it. Soul aesthetic, right? Soul aesthetic. So you guys make sure as the music comes back on, make sure you guys hit back up. It's good people showing take care of you. Yeah. And look, again, the DMs are for business. <laughs> yeah, don't be sliding for different reasons. Because <laughs> you know Y'all better slide slide there with a limp. <laughs> don't be with a purpose. Slide Wait, let me with tell a me, let me say <laughs> slide with a purpose. Tell you one thing. Remember, it's a business page. Okay, people. So mm. I don't enter. I do not entertain anything else. There Even you though you're talking to me, you will get blocked. <laughs> oh, doctor, go block you. The blocking the, doctor. The block doc. The block doc. That's it. Unless you got something wrong with your foot, and don't be making an appointment because you're trying to ask me out. Because that ain't happening either. It's what happens. It happens. Sometimes. It happens all the time. You know what? You might. Yeah, you never know. But, but I might end up fixing what you got. So it's all right. There you go. Y'all heard it right there the best. You know? So, guys, I appreciate you guys for tuning in the show. Make sure yes. you hit Doc Up one more time, Doc. Give me information. Well, how can they find you? Find me on Google. Find my website, soulaesthetictx.com. You can call the office, 713-666. That's 666-9934. You know, but Instagram, I got you. You message me, DM me, Hot Doc and Heels, Soul Aesthetic on Instagram. I got you. There you go. Make sure if y'all see her out at Papado's or at Soul <laughs> Shoe somewhere, y'all can holler at it in, but not. Don't take your shoe off because I'm going to charge you. <laughs> Be like, Doc, I got a bunion right here. Yeah, you're going to pay me right then on the spot. <laughs> anyway, got too God, much of that going right on. Right Don't take your shoe off in front of me. But guys, we got to get out of here, guys. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Make sure you continue to uh, log in, tell a friend to tell a friend. Coast Sleep Distinct Podcast, your boy DKO. I'm glad you guys tuned in. I love you guys. Remember, I love you, and you can't do nothing about it. Peace.